Hey friends, greetings, and good evening. Welcome to episode 35 of This Is Matt. It is Thursday, February 4th, 2021, and I'm your host, Matt Lovell. And as always, I appreciate you for joining me on these few minutes of reflection. And tonight, um, I actually don't really have uh, any massive revelations of reflection that I, uh, that of anything that sort of cropped up today, that it was, it was a pretty, pretty full on day, um, worked on several projects uh, in, in the work realm. And so Thursdays are often my busy days where I'm, where I am, pretty heavily invested in in being on zoom um almost all day and uh somewhat by design and i appreciate that that is kind of the way it works out because that allows for the other days of the week to be a little bit lighter on the zoom side of things and a little bit more flexible and free form in the getting you know being able to like work on other projects and and not be in front of a video camera um, or, you know, uh, a, a virtual meeting all day long. So I actually was wondering like what I would share. And I chuckled because I thought about yesterday when I went out for the first time after the snowstorm that we'd had here in Northern Virginia. And, uh, I had a couple of revelations from, you know, from my experience, basically cleaning off my car. And I did earlier in the season, I did actually get a snow brush and scraper because I figured that, Hey, I am in a, I am now in a snow prone area, much more so than when I lived in Georgia. And so I thought I should get one of these and keep it in my car. And I did that. That was successful. However, what was perhaps not as successful was recognizing that on the eve of a snowstorm, I should remove the snow brush from the car and bring it inside so that I don't have to get into the car to get the snow brush to then brush off the car. So whereas I feel like I was successful in going out and pulling up the windshield wipers and sort of getting the, the car ready in that sense, like turning it around and backing it into my parking spot and my apartment lot, um, I... Eh, totally overlooked the fact that I should have retrieved the brush out of the car. Uh, the other lesson that I learned was that um, when the temperature is hovering around freezing or below and there's three days of snow on the car, it basically becomes sort of like a snowy ice block. And so I found myself like hacking at the snow with my snow brush in order to loosen it and brush it off. And, and even though some of it had melted, there was still, I, mean, I was kind of impressed at how much was still on my car. And now Wednesday, yesterday was uh, a bit snowy out excuse me, not snowy, bit sunny. It'd been snowy for three days. It has been sunny out yesterday, but my car sits under a tree. And while the tree does not currently have any leaves, it still impedes the, you know, the direct sun that the car could have received. Whereas other cars around mine did have a little bit of melting. Mine was still thoroughly covered. <laughs> and um, so it's just fun sort of experiencing these, these lessons. And I actually had planned to go out earlier in the day on Wednesday and uh, to run a quick errand and, and the roads are completely fine at that point. But um, I walked out 
looked at my car, realized that I did not have time to dig my car out at the moment and just change my plans. And I had like another, I had a meeting or two, uh, early afternoon on Wednesday. And so I just was like, nope, nope, nope. I'm, I am just going to go later. <laughs> and, um, and so it took me several minutes to sort of unbury my car. And, and I do know that, you know, snow etiquette says that you are supposed to remove the snow from the top and, and whatnot so that you don't accidentally dump it on your, on your partner or not your partner, but on like a, uh, somebody who might be following you or send snow flinging off into the road, which could potentially be dangerous if it's icy. But so I did have, I did have some, some fun efforts of like hacking at the snow and trying to get it off my car. And so, you know, lessons learned. And I, I think in the future when I, expect that there will be multiple days of snow uh i will make an effort to run out and in potentially just brush the car off um before it freezes because that was definitely seems like it would be a lot easier to do than it did hacking my car out of it now we got i think cumulatively we got about six inches of snow here over the three days in in northern virginia and some of my some of my coworkers up in the massachusetts area got you know 14 16 18 20 inches of snow so like um it's just funny to see the different the different experiences um that that we get to experience here and so but that was my that's sort of my fun story and and as i am definitely uh born and raised in georgia and and really don't have a lot of experience living in a in a snow prone climate um, this was the first sort of real significant snowfall that I have been a part of since I've been here. And it comes uh, several years after the biggest snowfall I've ever experienced was when I was working in Chicago in January uh, in, uh, in 2015. I believe it was 2015 that I was in Chicago in January and it snowed about 18 inches on us. That was a, that was a pretty remarkable snowfall. Um, and I remember... Uh, so quick story about that one. I remember uh, being in the, I was working on an airport project. And so I was in the airport terminal and most everything was canceled. And, and I was supporting a restaurant, um, helping them with their technology stuff. And I remember sort of sitting there watching and there's nobody in the restaurant, uh, but they had to be open because there were still some flights trying to get out. And I remember sitting there watching um, and there was like a flurry of airline personnel that sort of walked down towards the end of the terminal, like like 12 agents walking towards the the end of this terminal. And I thought this behavior seemed like this is odd. Something is about to happen. And sure enough, a few minutes later, a 747 pulled up to the gate that had been waiting and attempting to take off for like three and a half hours destined bound for Tokyo. And so they had to cancel the flight and the, they pulled this poor plane back into the gate and, and just watched, I mean, 747 is a big, big plane and watching basically 300, 400 people deplane and, and be ushered into various lines by the United airlines folks. And I mean, just a remarkable, like you could just feel the anxiety and, and the energy of everyone as they sort of piled out of this plane and and there was nothing else going on in the terminal so all the the united agents like staffed the six desks around that gate and just put everyone in lines and oh it was just it's just kind of heartbreaking to watch a few of them made it so made their way down to the restaurant that i was working in and, and like and just sat down and had food but um 
But yeah, what a day that was. Anywho, that's my story. I am running over on my time here. I guess I never put a time limit on these, but it's almost eight minutes now, so I'm going to go. I hope you have a good night. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.